all I have to say is, ah, technology. We finally have, thanks to this crack staff in here, uh, Adrian Matika on the telephone. Adrian, how are you? Oh, Rick, man, it's so good to hear your voice. You too. You would have heard me. You, you would have heard me reading from your book. I cannot tell you, as I've just told the audience, how stunning. Last on his feet, Jack Johnson and the Battle of the Century is. It is unlike any book I've ever seen. I suppose you and your your collaborator Youssef Daoudi, uh, it, it is. I guess it could fall under the umbrella of a graphic novel, but I think it is something else. I think it's sort of a, a even a different kind of hybrid of that. Do you agree, or do you like the term graphic novel? Oh, absolutely, man. Listen, thank you, and thanks for reading it. Oh, I've read um, it twice. You know, I mean, <laughs> it, 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 it means it means so much um, to me. Uh, yeah, you know, we talked about Yusuf and I very early on. Talked about this as being some kind of amalgam of biography, graphic novel, and art book. Mm-hmm. You know, but all of it needed to be in our you know, intention anyhow, sure. driven by poetry, you know, so we wanted to create this object that existed in all of these different spaces, but at its center was um, trying to find a way to make more legible the great story of Jack Johnson and the wildness of it. Well, this has been a story that that has been a part of your life for uh, some time. You know, in 2014, your a collection of poetry based on the life and times of Jack Johnson was uh, a Pulitzer finalist, a National Book Award finalist. Uh, had you thought at that time, Adrian, well, okay, uh, I'm done. I will just have to live with all the other things I know about Jack Johnson. <laughs> you know, I, I, I don't know what my life would have been like if I would have made that decision back then. It might have been a little less stressful, honestly, because Jack Johnson's story is really stressful. And, and <laughs> to try to make um, true for 21st century audiences, I mean, the the violence and the racism yeah. that he dealt with um, seemed so outsized sometimes, but they were every day yeah. at the time he was living. Yeah. So, no, I, I, I knew when I... So, it's Mother's Day, so can I tell you a really fast story? Of course. About my mom, um, who is adverse to technology, so she's not listening right now, but she told me I need to give her a play-by-play. <laughs> you know, happy Mother's Day, Ma. Um, but, you know, I learned about Jack Johnson through her, and we used to watch boxing together when I was a kid. She was a, she was a boxing fan. Huge Interesting. boxing fan. Interesting. And we would watch the we'd watch the the great heavyweights of the seventies, and then later on the middleweights of the eighties together, mm. because it was all on regular TV. Sure, you didn't have sure. To until eleven o'clock at night to watch, you know, somebody's <clears throat> undercard. You know, and there's one in the morning, and you finally get to see the fight. So we'd watch this together, and <laughs> she's going to hate that I'm telling her telling this story on, on Mother's Day, but you know, we'd be watching. I don't know, Ali and and and. Uh, George Foreman or something. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. She would, whoever she was cheering for, she'd be cheering for. And if they lost, she'd say, um, "F that guy. He's no Jack Johnson." Wow. But she never wow. told me who Jack Johnson was. <laughs> and she just left it sitting there as this kind of disparaging remark to a, somebody who lost a fight that she was invested. In. Mm. And so years later, I found out who Jack Johnson was, and I also found out that she was betting on those fights. 
So it was a really complicated thing. Well, but did, did you, that's, that's fascinating. That's fascinating. She could never have seen, of course, your mom could never have seen Jack Johnson fight. Not at all. Not at all. And, and to this day, when I ask her about it, I'm like, how did you know about him? She's like, well, that's between me and him. Wow. <laughs> wow. The most mysterious uh, deflection ever. But she also was, is very responsible for my interest in this subject and my discovery of this great biography. And so when I first started thinking about writing something about Jack Johnson, I thought it would be an essay about my mom, yeah. about boxing. Mm-hmm. And then the further I got into it, I thought it was going to be a book. And then I realized it needed to be two books. Uh, otherwise, I'd be leaving it untold. One of your sources, I mean, one of the things that impressed me so much about this uh, this collaboration you have, uh, Adrian Matika, with uh, Youssef Daoudi, is you, you have done, uh, and you cite some of the references in here, you've done a remarkable research job on this and i think that's what's enabled you to create such a a resonant and colorful and in many ways very disturbing biography of this man obviously ken burns's uh uh, unforgivable blackness must have been a a a, a crucial source for you yes oh man it's it's such a beautiful documentary and And jeffrey uh, ward's book of it yeah yeah, yeah, absolutely, and and so you know, um, I, the it, the bio, the um, documentary was actually the catalyst for this project starting. I was sitting in my, I, with my daughter asleep on my lap at some point. It was around two thousand and five, mm. and it came on because of you know a PBS watcher. Sure, and all of a sudden it just did this image of this, you know, this extraordinary black man standing there. Um, and you know the overlay comes in, and they're talking about who he is. It's like, wait a minute, this is the guy my mom was talking about. Exactly. Up to that point, I had never seen him. I had no idea who he was, other than her dropping references. Wow, wow. And so I um, turned it off because I didn't want the documentary to be the guide for my understanding of him. Mm-hmm. And then I went out and got the I got the biography of Forgiveness Blackness. I got his his. Um, Autobiographies, which are, you know, a little shaky because they were ghost written. And tall tales, yeah, tall tales, yeah. You know, Rick, there's, there's a story that didn't end up in the book of poems and it didn't end up in the graphic novel that Jack Johnson used to tell all the time about fighting a 25-foot-long shark when he was 12 years old. <laughs> <laughs> it was one of these things that we all know, just like physics suggests. Yes, Yusef said, well, I'm not drawing any big shark. No, don't do that. <laughs> How did... He, you know, <laughs> you know he's, he's very French. He's, he, he's a Moroccan artist who lives in, in, in France. And he was like, well, this just doesn't make any sense at all. You know, meanwhile, there are all these other things that, that are incredulous as well. But for whatever reason, you bring the shark in and you stuff just didn't. Yes, I, well, I, I, I appreciate his feelings on that. Uh, when he, how did, how did, Adrian, how exactly did it work? Would, obviously, it's a, to my mind, it's a brilliant, brilliant collaboration. But would you be inspired by a piece of his drawing or would he be inspired by a piece of your writing how did that i don't want to get too deep into it because then you'll give away all your secrets for the next <laughs> next books you two write but how how did it evolve the, the collaboration it's not 
it's probably not exactly like Rodgers and Hammerstein, where one guy does the music and the other guy does the words. Can you give me a sense of how that how that worked? Yeah. Oh, th- thank you for the, the, that kindness about the book, man. I, you know, I, so I wrote a script, and my um, agent and good friend and I were trying to find uh, a black artist to do the, the illustration, and we um, interviewed quite a few. A black American artist. Sure. And it just none of them had the same vision. Yeah. For what I hoped that the book would look like that, mm. I, that I did. And then Yusef, right about that same time, had a graphic novel about the great jazz pianist Thelonious Monk. Exactly. Um, it's just yeah. called Monk with an exclamation point. Mm. Gorgeous. And it wasn't out, but the, um, his editor gave us some pages from and, you know, if you can make Monk's music dance like this, you can handle Jack Town. Wow. And so then when we met via Skype back then, um, he told me that he'd been interested in Jack Johnson's story for a long time. But it's fascinating. He didn't know enough about it. Yeah. yeah. He said, he's like, I didn't know enough about it to try to make a book on my own. Uh-huh. So I gave him the graphic, the script. He started, we storyboarded it. And it was a true collaboration. Because oh. There'd be places where he's like, this doesn't work. <laughs> I need something else here. Can you gotcha. write another poem? Can you can you give me more here? This is just boring. Let's take it out. And we went back and forth like that for what ended up being six years. Wow. Um, uh, in part because of COVID and you know the slowdowns around that, but but we were lucky to have that time because we got to make a book that went way beyond the script I wrote and and way beyond, I think, anything that he and I had imagined. Yeah, I think, you know, and I I am neither a poet nor a uh, visual artist, but I have to, in just having read it twice, and now I'm almost Mm. stopping the radio show to read it a third time as I'm thumbing (laughs) through it, uh, it seems to me that you both, and not knowing uh, Yusef at all, you both, uh, in this collaboration, sort of elevated elevated your own art yes or am i mean too much of this no absolutely no absolutely you know i mean leading into this i did a collaboration with two other visual artists it was called standing on the virgin maggot brain that was mm-hmm. about, um, inspired by funkadelic one of them kevin i Ryder, is a painter who lives in seattle and he's a musician and uh, the other one, Nicholas Gallen, and is a, a, a painter and a musician who lives in Sitka, Alaska. And during COVID, we just bounced images and poems off of each other, inspired by Funkadelic, and made this fun book for um, Third Man Books. Mm. And so I had this one version of it that was a little more freeform with yeah, them. Yeah. Um, and in part because they're also both very close friends of mine, so we have a different kind of conversation. Yusef is a close friend of mine now, but he wasn't when we first started. And so we learned that friendship through the, the creation of the book. And I have to ask, was, I, I have to ask, as, as brilliant and compelling and arresting and entertaining and uh, important as is uh, Last on His Feet, you two both must be kind of, uh, if not energized, empowered. And I wonder if you have even spoken even over drinks or something of hey what about a book about you don't have to tell me who but uh, (laughs) you must i have to believe i would be personally disappointed if you guys don't collaborate again i'm telling you 
Oh, no, no, no. no. He, he and I, we've been bouncing ideas off. We were bouncing ideas off of each other for new books while we were working on this. That's great. That's great. <laughs> you know, it's just, it's, it's really, I think that's one of the unforeseen gifts of a, co- a collaboration that's positive is that it just, like you said, elevates the yep. work that everyone is doing, yep. but also creates new opportunities for work. I can If I have not been, Adrian Matike, if I have not been effusive enough on the radio, uh, everybody out there, pick up Tuesday's Chicago Tribune, where I'll be writing about this book, something I've been wanting to do for many, 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 many weeks now. Uh, it is called... Uh, it is called Last on His Feet, Jack Johnson and the Battle of the Century. It it resonates, and uh, some of the things in there echo uh, very forcefully in the times in which we live. Adrian, it's an ongoing pleasure to know you, my friend. And uh, he keep, he's the editor. Of, he's beside everything else, is the editor of Poetry Magazine. So so keep that in mind. And it, you've got to get the book. You can. Uh, Go to poetryfoundation.org to see about the other stuff he does in his life. But please tell your uh, collaborator, uh, Youssef Daoudi, that he has a huge fan in me. Will you? I will, I will pass that on as soon as I get off the phone. All right. Yeah, thank you. Thank, thank you. you. Thank you. Thank you. It's a, brilliant, it's a brilliant book. It's just flat-out brilliant and wildly entertaining and i think on another level incredibly important too so you you've done well my young friend my young poet my young poet friend uh i hope to see you soon yeah definitely take care care. and thank you so much no don't be silly thank you take care